go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Don't let them beat you down. Don't let them beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. You are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And we've got a special treat for you this week. This is going to be an all-NFL episode. Sorry, I had to throw the weird end on there so we wouldn't get sued. That's true. That's true, yeah. That's not the song. We changed it. That's totally not the actual NFL not song at all. from that one channel that plays them on a certain day of the Never. week. Never. But yeah, we're going to be talking about there's a lot of stuff going on in the uh, in the National Football League right now. A historically busy week for the NFL last week. That's the best way to say it. Yeah, yeah that's the best way to say it. So we're going to cover it right here for you and we hope you guys enjoy. Let's let's tackle it, Brian. Whoa, wordplay. So, we have a contest. We do have a contest. We have a giveaway. We, yeah, we're gonna uh, for for those of you that have been listening to the show for a while or since the beginning, um, you may remember our first guest. First guest on the show. Our first guest we ever had, Mr. Jordan Wallace, it happens to be Brian's brother. But more than that, he's a very talented uh, writer and uh, an actor. Indeed. And his book, Alistair Coronet and the Woven Cage, it has been released. It's been selling pretty well, actually. Selling well, yes, on uh, Amazon. It is on Amazon. You can get it in uh, paperback and also Kindle edition. Yep. I picked up a copy myself and been loving it. And so we've got a copy of this book. Jordan was kind enough to sign it for us. So this is going to be the prize. First edition of Alistair Coronet and the Woven Cage, signed by the author, Jordan Wallace. And Brian, go ahead and tell them uh, what they're going to do to win. So to win this fabulous prize, we need you to send a three-sentence story. Two, three sentence story. Three sentence story. You have three sentences to tell a complete story: a beginning, a middle, and an end. Can it be less than three sentences? No. Can it be more than three sentences? Absolutely not. How many sentences should the story be? Three sentences. It's they can be as long sentences as you would like, but there can only be three sentences. Three periods may be involved in this story, in this competition. I, I I would have to say that probably blatant run-on sentences are going to be enjoyed enjoyed okay i would enjoy them if okay. you can somehow manageably grammatically make a sentence that so makes it, sense it does to have on. to follow grammatic rules oh yeah no you can't just like jam everything in there i mean okay. and, and again we're going to be judging these so right. if you write a terrible run-on sentence we're going to judge it and say that's not a very good story and right. this isn't told well so you got to mail that into our email downstairs neighbors band at gmail.com mm-hmm. and uh you send us these three sentence stories we will read our top three favorites on a podcast on in a, the future. Uh, on a future podcast. And uh, we will then award the number one, this wonderfully signed copy of Alistair Cornett and the Woven Cage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Signed and by the author. And so uh, so again, that email address is downstairsneighborsband at gmail.com. There's no dots, dashes, or underscores or anything in the, in the first part. It's all one run-on word, downstairsneighborsband at gmail.com. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is at DNeighborsBand, and Instagram is DownstairsNeighbors. Uh, we do follow back. We do. But for this contest, it does need to be 
via our email. We want to have these all isolated in one spot that we can see. That way we don't miss anybody's entry. So again, downstairsneighborsband at gmail.com is where you want to send those. Three sentences long. Make it funny. Make it dramatic. Whatever you want to do. We're going to pick our three favorites. Actually, you know what? Let's each pick our three favorites. Okay. So we're going to read a total of six on the air. We'll have six finalists, and then between the two of us, we're going we're gonna to pick a winner, and that, that winner is going to get a signed copy of Alistair Cornet and the Woven Cage by Jordan Wallace. So all of you Emma Stone fan fiction writers who want to appeal to Seth, go ahead and write that three-sentence <laughs> Emma Stone fan fiction story about her falling in love with Seth. In Chicago. In Chicago while eating Chicago Cubs dogs and watching the Cub, the Bears lose. Then uh, yeah, that or win the Super Bowl. Hey, hey, I tell you what, if you write a if you write a three second story about the Bears winning a Super Bowl, just gonna put it out there. I'm only human, you know. I I will immediately disqualify. <laughs> it. Speaking of which, yeah, boy. This past Sunday there was uh, some football games played, right? They played this there past were, week. There were, there were. I guess there was some football played. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really hear about it. Um. Oh, you you, you didn't uh, didn't the Forty Niners played, didn't they? They might have. They might have. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They played the night game, the prime time. They had like probably yep. the biggest audience other than Monday Night Football. Open their new stadium, that's Levi's right. Jeans Magical. Your butt looks great, Stadium. That's its right, full name. Right, and, and so it was, and that was their home opener too, right? Not, so it was. New, it was the first stadium. game at the new stadium. First game of the stadium. First home game of the year. And I mean, they destroyed the Cowboys. The week they did. Previous, they did. Right? They did so well against the the Dallas the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. America's they, team. They destroyed America's team. Sorry, and America. So uh, how'd they do week two? There's bear shit all over the new stadium. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> That's right. I think what happened is, uh, see, not only does Big Hollywood old Jay listen, Cutler Deuce on the fifty <laughs> yard line. Not only does Hollywood listen to the show, but apparently the city of Chicago is listening. And the Bears, in particular, they they crank us on when they're in their training camp and their their, their practices. Well, I hope I motivate yeah. them with my you, hatred. Apparently, you did. Because I did. They but, showed up. Well, against the Niners, let's hope that. Uh, do I need to just continue to talk smack and pretend I'm from other cities? Like, <laughs> well, I love Detroit a lot, and the Bears are terrible. And then maybe they'll win. Do are, are you pretending that you're you're gonna stop talking smack on the Bears at some point? No, I'm not stopping. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Besides, the Cubs are the the, the MLB season's almost over, and then the Cubs are going to be, you know, I got what three more get the three more days. The Dodgers are playing the Cubs today, tomorrow, and next day. Uh, so I've got three days left to talk. You know, we should go. We should go to one of those games in Chicago. Yep, that would necessitate me setting foot in Chicago. Yeah, it's mm, a tough call. <laughs> Don't know if I could do it. All right, Maybe I, I'll just listen to it on the radio and laugh. I will get you to Chicago. It's going to happen one of these times. Well, when we take this uh, the show on a national tour. Clearly, yes. When we go to Chicago, which, uh, yeah. Oh, Chicago. The Windy City. But, yes, yeah, so. Your nickname is You're Windy. We have <laughs> terrible weather. No other city has that. You do realize that. Like, no one knows Tampa Bay as the hurricane town. Well, there's the Sunshine State. Yeah, which is good. No one wants to have the windy like, like I mean like negative. Yeah, there's there's cities and places with like great things. Like, hey, our weather here is awesome. Chicago is the only place that brags about its terrible weather. That's true. Hey, our our the wind chill factor here will freeze your your Jay Cutlers off. Oh, and I will tell you, it's it's every bit of it true. I I've been there in summer. I've been there in winter. I mean, I used to you know I grew up in that area, and so in winter especially, I, I remember just walking around and there was. 
a mixture of snow and rain, and it was literally coming from every possible direction. It was coming sideways. It was coming up from underneath. It was coming down. Yeah. It was you. There was no direction you could turn your face yep. to not get pelted by the. And somewhere in the city council, way back in the day, they were like, "What must Chicago be known as?" Well, we could call it the great hot dog city or the excellent pizza city. And some guy in the back piped up, nah, I think it needs to be called the windy city because that's that'll really thing. Yeah. And that guy, they listen to that guy, <laughs> which is, the, you know, by the way, that guy also runs the Chicago Cubs front office as well. And it's always like we should trade the guy that's doing well. They're, they're really good at that. That is an interesting strategy that they try. I'm to thinking there's employ. like just one guy who's like some sort of demon from like the seventh level of hell. Who, who runs shit for the city of Chicago. He's like, I name it the Windy City. He's trying to take Chicago down, and I'll give Chicago this. They've been very resilient. Though I just really want to, like, now I want to see, like, other cities named for their horrible things. Like, this New York, welcome to Turd's Winter. It's the worst winter you'll ever be in. Like, you know, Seattle be like, hey, welcome to Seattle, the depressed city. It's, it's great, it rains all the time, whatever, we're sad. Welcome to Los Angeles. You're in traffic. Yeah. Welcome to Los Angeles. You're in traffic and it's 100 degrees. Yeah. The, 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 oh man, I can't even think what city you'd call it. The, the, the smoggy city. There you go. There you go. That's what we'd name it. The smog city. Smog um, city. Smog city. We'd be named that instead of the windy city. I feel like that's going to be a Grand Theft Auto game. Smog city. Yeah. Las Vegas. Hooker Central. They'd just call oh, it yeah. that. Broken dreams. Broken Dream City. Oh, that's actually sort of poetic and beautiful. Hey, Vegas, get on that. I mean, Las it'd be Vegas, terrible. Land of Broken Dreams. Broken Dreams. Yeah, it's, part it's not good for tourism. I, no, I terrible for tourism. <laughs> Everyone's to hear that. So visit Las Vegas and lose everything. Lose yeah, <laughs> the buy paycheck city. However, that works. So uh, we were watching. Uh, we were right. watching the Bears game, and the, the Bears, Bears won. And the Bears uh, won. also, the only solace I can take solace. I think how do you say the word? Uh, is that the Seahawks also lost in a very surprising upset to the Chargers? There so was there have been a lot of uh, we're only two weeks in. There's been nothing but upsets. It seems. I know it's like everybody that was good is not as good. I mean, it's not like the Seahawks aren't good and the Niners aren't good, but or the, I guess the Bears who lost to the Bills aren't good. Apparently, the Bills are really right. good. Exactly. There's, they there's, beat Miami. There's only I want to I want to say that at this point, uh, even after just two weeks, there's only about four or five teams I think that are still undefeated. The Buffalo boy I love losing Super Bowls seems to have somehow yep. figured out how to at least win some more regular season games. They may get to the Super Bowl. They will not win it, of course. Oh, no. Because they That's are the That's not Bills. what they do. That's, yeah. <laughs> they, they have a long – if there's any place other – if that if Buffalo had a name, it would be the boy I love losing Super Bowls town. <laughs> That's what they would call it, um, sadly. But yeah. Sorry to Buffalo. You'll win something someday, but it's probably not going to be a Super Bowl. A lot of, a lot of upsets. Um, Cleveland Browns are legit. Who saw that coming? Without Johnny Football playing, I guess he did actually play his first snap. He played a little bit in the game uh, and handed off the ball a couple times. I don't think he threw the ball. Were they anything. that far ahead? Uh, I, I think they put him in as like, I don't know why they put him in. They were just like, hey, we got this guy. He's super fit. Let's just put him in. Fine. They, they probably him saw him like opening up the keg and, and, uh, and whatnot on the yeah. bench. And like, Shh, we got to get this God, guy. We got to get him off the bench. He's going to, that, that is, yeah, that is he not already, Gatorade he has in that cooler. He already had the groupies already, like he had yeah. like a party going on. The party bus yeah. actually pulled up to the sideline. But no, a lot of upsets. And really, I mean, watching some of these games, some of it is, it's, you know, it's, it's legitimately, Bad coaching choices are being made, or oh, yeah. great coaching choices are being made. Sure, but the thing that I'm noticing a lot is 
just the the officiating is god awful. The preseason, they were throwing flags like somebody mentioned. Like in the preseason, they're like, "Oh my gosh, there's so many flags happening, it's ridiculous," mm-hmm. and they were worried that it would bleed over into the to the season. And then the first season came and went, or first week came and went, and uh, nobody really. They were like, "Oh hey, we're you know, it's not that you know things have gone well. This we're okay. Uh, <laughs> things are great in the NFL. Week two, on the other hand, <laughs> has been a completely different story as." Um, the refs were terrible throwing flags all over the place. I mean, hey, I want people to be – I want penalties to get called, and I want I want things to be safe too, but there's a line where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, really? Come on. Well, and that that's just it. It's um, you know, a false start penalty is a false start penalty. Fine. Sure. Even, you know, even roughing the passer, if it's actually roughing the passer, sure. Right. sure. That that shot that Cutler took from the Niners. He, that was a helmet to the stomach. That was a legit call. That yeah. was fine. What's Good funny call. is that's what turned him on, and they came back from there. Right. Everybody, suddenly Cutler was, uh, apparently you just need to punch him in the stomach before <laughs> every game, and he'll be really good, so... But um, but yeah, it's the uh, it's the it's the new rules. Some of them are for safety, and some of them are just I I don't know. Goodell needs to feel like he's doing something. But one of the one of the penalties that I noticed in the Bears Niners game, I think it was on the Niners. I don't remember who it was on. It was probably on the Niners. There were a lot of penalties on the Niners. Some um, of them they deserved. Some of them they did not. But yeah, there was a I want to say unsportsmanlike conduct is the call they made, and it was yeah. for foul language. Oh, it was Kaepernick. Was it Kaepernick? It was after he threw one of his many interceptions of the day. Yeah. Yeah, and then he he expressed his outrage in verbal form, and uh, he got penalized for it. Right, and that to me is silly. It's, it's he's not on a mic. He's no. not. I mean, it wasn't broadcast. I didn't know they they didn't say what the word was. They didn't. In fact, the the commentators made a point of saying that they they did discuss the possibility of releasing a list of words that can't be said. But they decided they didn't want to actually release the words. But if they hear one of them, they'll penalize, which is funny on two things. Is it is it they didn't want to release a list of words because they didn't want to highlight and draw attention to these words if they aren't being said? Or you can also look at it and go, wait a second. How how are the players supposed to know what what adult language they can or can't say? They they are all over 18. Right. They are. And so if one of them says, Ah, oh, crap, weasel! Is that a penalty, or is it just if they say, "Ah, oh, fuck me"? Is right. that that's clearly going to be a penalty? I would assume. I would assume that 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 one will be a penalty. I assume. And a lot is it, of is it like hate speech or is it profanity? What is it? Right. I mean, is it if you're going to be going around calling people racial slurs? Absolutely, you should probably. Right. There's that. That is not something that should be tolerated in any workplace, let alone the NFL. Um, but I mean. If somebody's like shit, that sucks. Like, come on, let them say that. Like, or or even even drop an f bomb. Let yeah. it happen. Why not? Well, you know, like it's not like. I mean, if the guy's mic'd and screaming it on TV, maybe maybe just turn his mic off. Right. You know, I mean, let's face it. The amount of interceptions Eli Manning throws, you don't want to mic that guy. He's <laughs> going to be saying a lot of swear words. Um, I, I actually I don't. I think he's probably gonna, oh shucks. That's true. He seems like a shucks I guy. I feel like the Mannings don't have cuss words. They probably just use shucks, and that was a Omaha. Duty. That was a duty. Omaha. That's Omaha. probably what Omaha means. <laughs> Omaha is their way of expressing displeasure, which was a great moment, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you saw the clip of Peyton Manning absolutely screaming at his at at uh, Julius Thomas. Yes, I thought that was. I, I, he's just a perfectionist. But yeah, a lot of lot of penalties being thrown. That I was like that earlier in the season. And far be it from me for, to to totally agree with the Seahawk. But uh, Richard Sherman had actually said it's a passers league. You know, I don't remember his exact comments, but basically he was saying 
the new rules make it almost impossible for a quarterback or a safety to do their job anymore to guard receivers. Mm. I mean, and it, it's way harder. Now, the amount of times I've been seeing people getting flagged, and you notice the, the receivers are onto it. It's mm. sort of turned into soccer flopping now. Right. Like, I'll see a receiver go down, and then they come up looking for a penalty. They're like, where's my penalty? Where's my penalty? That guy touched me. Yep. Or he he touched my helmet past the 10-yard past the ten yard line or something. And it's just, I, I think it's going to turn football, weirdly, into soccer. <laughs> like it's gonna, you're gonna see a lot of guys flopping this so year. So football's to gonna penalties. turn into football. Football will turn into football. Wow. Yep. That's how they're gonna get the Europeans into it. That's their plan. They're like, you know what? The Europeans would love this more if there was more flopping involved. Do it. Well, Let's and the thing the is, in. it's making it unwatchable. It really is. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it's still a fun game to see and, and great, but it it honestly and again, I'm for protecting people. But the, a lot of like the passes, it's just turned into like I can play Madden and get the same feel. You know, if I want to watch somebody throw for 500 yards a game every time, <laughs> I'll just you know play Madden and have fun. You know, and turn the settings down to zero. Right. I do do that all the time. Um, but I just think it's it's ridiculous, and it has it's 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 neutered the game. Yep. And unfortunately, I don't think we're coming back. Nope. Even if we get rid of Goodell, which I think they should for a lot of reasons, um, and we'll get to that. But uh, even if they get rid of him, I I can't see. I just can't see from a PR standpoint now how anybody is going to be able to go in and say, yeah, yeah, safety is fine, but you're making the game not fun because there's always going to be somebody that's going to whine about concussions and stuff. And I feel like. I feel like the only way that's going to ever make it work is if they finally say, look, people aren't watching as much anymore. Ratings are down. Ad revenue's down. Right. You guys aren't getting millions of dollars anymore unless money you want to start taking hits. Yeah, money talks. Well, and that's, uh, that's the other thing is so they did it for safety, but as an owner of, of four fantasy teams, all of whom lost and all of whom lost due to injuries, <laughs> people are still getting hurt. Yeah. Yep. I, mean, I don't want to dwell too much on the fact that I'm terrible at fantasy football this year, but just well, saying, line you, up, folks. Here's the thing: you 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 mentioned injuries. And I know you. I know you lost a couple to injuries. A lot. I lost a ton of people to injuries. Which, uh, just on final thought on that, if your rules are meant to protect people, they're not working. Right. And my fantasy team does not thank Actually, you, Roger Goodell. You know who's getting more and more injured? Hmm. And I know it doesn't affect fantasy as much, so you know you don't notice it in that realm. But it's defensive players. I mean, the the entire yeah. Bears defense is all second and third string at this point. There are a lot of defensive players. I mean, all across the board, there's people getting injured, and you're like, well, I mean, part of that's just you play a dangerous game. It's right. like guys in rugby aren't surprised when they have, like, blood at the end of a game. <laughs> it's like, well, you play rugby. You sort of expect that. Right. So, I mean, it, part of it is just football's a rough game. I mean, it's It it's, used to be. And, and it still is on a lot of levels. I mean, no matter how much – that's the thing is you're trying to make a game in which l- incredibly fast, tall, strong men – collide into each other on a field that's mm. the game i mean it's like people don't go to hockey and like hey you know those guys with two knives on the bottom of their feet yeah that's a safe game where they punch each other and f- skate around on ice and slam into each other hey let's yeah. get some big wooden sticks we to sh- swing too. how can we make that game safer um not play it that would be how you'd make that game safer <laughs> so i mean if, if again it's very sad to hear about the concussions and i don't want anyone to get concussions and i don't want anyone to get hurt but if you don't want to get hurt don't play football right uh, sort of where that comes down to right and like you've said a couple times so anybody listening that thinks we're being cruel and cold and heartless we do agree with having safety the whole the whole um idea of having better pads and helmets than back in the days of leather a leather cap on your head that will definitely help that's that's a good step this stuff about you can't tackle people what's their hit zone now on a receiver they they got like what a six it shrinks every year yeah yeah 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just it's at some point you're just you're going to have to make the choice of, OK, well, it's just not football anymore. We're right. not going to play football. We're going to get the get the flags out. It's yep. flag football. It's flag and that's football. fine if that's what you're going to. I mean, your product isn't going to sell as well because a lot of football is big hits. I mean, mm-hmm. people see the big hits and they cheer and they go, ah, that's great. I mean, it, so your fan base <laughs> likes watching people get hit. People are going to get hurt. I mean, that's just how that goes. Well, and the other thing is, and this could be complete bullshit that I'm making up. There could be no scientific basis here whatsoever. Emma Stone will not be Roger Goodell. <laughs> oh, that, hmm. Wait, right? Would pro- that would help football. That would help. Yeah, that would help a lot of things. Measurably. Anyway, I think what we're seeing is, like you just said, a lot of injuries. A lot mm. of injuries are happening. I'm willing to bet that a lot of injuries are happening because we are deconditioning all the athletes now. I'm sorry, but back in the 80s, 70s and 80s and, and earlier, football players took much harder hits than they're taking now with much less effective equipment. Yeah. And they got up and they kept playing. Right. They, it was a tougher class of, of athlete. And I Could feel like, I feel like it's, I feel like that we're by taking away, by, by making, by setting the rules so that nobody can get tackled hard. When somebody does get legitimately tackled, all of a sudden they're fractured and they're out for three to four weeks because they didn't know how to take a hit. You're subscribing to the George Carlin school of, well, when I was a kid, I swam in raw sewage. That's why I don't get sick. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you a little. I mean, there, you are seeing a lot of players from the 70s, 80s now having immense, horrible, horrible brain damage mm. in their later life. And so they're suing the NFL. And that's going on. And I think that's so I think they did get hurt. Um, I will say that I, I just think that. You're, re- you're retraining you're trying to retrain guys to play the game in a completely different way mm-hmm. than they've been playing it their whole lives it's going to be messy and right. I, there's really no answer to be to be, to be honest with you there's no answer i mean so you neuter the game you make it so people can't hit as hard people still get hurt so it's not working or you don't neuter the game people get hurt and they sue you for their concussions which you know they they have every right to cuz i mean there was a lot of stuff i mean with the with the suing the, the lawsuits come largely from the NFL was running tests in the 80s and the 90s and telling players, no, you're fine. Don't worry. These mm-hmm. concussions won't be a problem. You know, they're sending guys back out there who've just had a concussion. Oh, you're good. Walk it off. You know, and mm-hmm. that's where a lot of that suit's coming from is where it was like, look, I got a concussion and you didn't. Like now they have the, the protocol where if a guy gets anything near concussion like symptoms, he's out for the game. Like done. They right. take him off. It's a safety thing, and they did not used to do that. And so I think a lot of the lawsuits come from that, where it's like, yeah, Bubba got a Bubba got old knock in the head. He's good. Send him on back out there. I mean, it's it's yeah, we so, got to win that Super Bowl. So what what I'm hearing, if if this is what you're saying, I think there is a solution because you said there's no answer. I think there is. You don't neuter the game, but you do. You keep the concussion testing. You keep the stuff that we've learned. Okay, yes, they were wrong on that. You don't just go. Meh. Put some dirt on it and get back out you there. You don't varsity blues it and send right. the guy back out. <laughs> Bubba's fine. <laughs> but so so yes, if if somebody gets gets rocked, is showing signs of a concussion, yeah, you pull them. That that's fine. But you you don't neuter the game. You let all the hits happen, and it's a. I'm sorry, but it is a business. These guys are getting millions and millions of dollars to play it. So put it in the contract that you know what. This is the danger that you're coming. You're, this is the danger you're taking on when you when you take this job mm. to play this sport professionally. So, do you, if you want to take the multi million dollar contract, you are taking the risk of possibly having 
issues down the line. Mm. That's on you. Save some of this money for medical stuff. You can't come sue us. I think that's your answer. You keep the sport the way it is. You protect the business end of it. And the player can make the... I mean, it's not a slave trade. None of these guys are being... It's not gladiator times. They're not being forced to play this game. This is true, though. With that said, can we get gladiator games back? Those <laughs> were... Okay, maybe not. Those are a little too bloody. But but the point is... Uh, no, I mean, th- somewhere in there, there might be a solution. I agree. Um, <clears throat> it's a dangerous game. And I, I do agree, like, hey, deep seal oil rig workers have to sign waivers when they go to their job there could be something in there where it's like hey you might die on this job right uh, you, you you're going to work in a very dangerous situation and you you could potentially die and we're telling you this up front you could die mm-hmm. so you're signing this and you're knowing that the trouble could be coming your way well and it, it goes into you know in into other industries that aren't even as dire as that like the entertainment industry i've got family and friends that do uh stunts mm. in the movie and tv and movie business and they're literally they are paid more they are paid they are paid more in in a day than than most people would see in maybe a week at work sure possibly sometimes just for a few hours a day they go there the reason they're paid well is because they're going to either be physically beaten or hit with something or they're doing something death defying maybe they're falling from a really high place right. driving something way too fast getting lit on fire getting lit on fire any number of things that could put them on the shelf for a few days to a few weeks or worse if something goes wrong. Sure. And it's just a matter of, you know, that they're making that decision that they, you know, they, they do just like an athlete. They do the training that's required to get their body in the right shape. They do the training that's required to mentally and intellectually know how to take certain hits and do certain things so that you don't get hurt. That's true. And, uh, but at the end of the day, there's the old saying with stunt doubles that their job is to be replaceable. They literally, mm. their job is to bleed if if the if the if Brad Pitt's got to go and get in a fist fight, they're gonna put the stunt double in as much as they can because if a punch actually lands harder than they plan it to, they don't want Brad Pitt to be out for weeks with a broken nose while production halts. I think based on this, we should offer Jay Cutler the chance to have a stunt double. Right when he's about to be sacked, they need to bring in somebody like like Jay Butler I, goes out there and takes the hit. They're like, time out, hold on, hold on, okay. Okay, this guy's going to sack Butler, but but take Cutler out right now because he's very sad if he gets sacked. I wasn't going to go there today, but you went there first. WWE, professional wrestling, is currently using it right now. They have a wrestler what? who, yeah, uh, one of the wrestlers that went on and did a, did a, a movie, uh, The Miz, does those, a couple straight-to-DVD movies. His, his character right now is this Hollywood hotshot actor. He's a bad oh, guy. God. And so instead of taking his own fights, he has, a, he has another wrestler that looks nothing like him but dresses like him as his stunt double. I got to say, from an entertainment standpoint, that's almost entertainingly, ridiculously funny. But my God. It's, oh, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's tongue-in-cheek. You know it's what? funny as hell. Again, we're talking about the company that shows that was sitting in a board meeting and had the conversation, what, this, what we need is a midget dressed in a leprechaun outfit to come dancing out from under the stage with Guinness. We need that. We need that to happen. So I can totally imagine that this was a thing. Yep. I still haven't seen the new Leprechaun movie. I really, 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 really want to. No, we need so I, bad. I told you we got to get some. We got to get some some beer and uh, and sit down some and Guinness, some Guinness, and uh, and and Lucky Charms and make it a night. I feel racist. Is that? It's not a race, is it? Oh, yeah, Irish people aren't a thing. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'll <laughs> just take that one and 
Tuck it away. I don't think, but I don't. The city of Boston hates you right now. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm from Chicago. Which that would be Boston's name. The Irish city. The Irish city. <laughs> We're Irish. We just can't say it. So anyway, bad calls being made, but also sure. a lot of they're making the right calls. It's the bad rules that they're going off of. True. I, the rules are getting a little confusing, and and uh, I think we're headed towards. And uh, I, I hate the way that, like, every time somebody throws a flag now, there's got to be this, like, 30-minute court case. Right. Whereas, like, well, what's in the, let's get, I mean, it, we're, we're close to having lawyers arguing the sides. Like, each team's going to have a lawyer they send out to argue the call, and, and then there'll be a jury of their peers that vote. And then, oh, well, it looks like he was convicted of the penalty, Tom, and they are going to get 20. Well, it's uh, 10 o'clock at night. Hopefully this game will end at some point. Well, and what they should do if they're going to, because every time they do it, you're right. They they're looking at it. They go. The commentators are talking about. It. They're looking at it and telling us what we're seeing as right. we're seeing it. They have a fish. They have they have the. I love the guy who on every every channel now has their own officiating uh, guy. Right. Who who used to be an official or some head of NFL. <laughs> I guess you retire from being an official now and you go and tell people if it was a foul or not on the TV. Like you can't wait for the ref to make the call. It's we have to have this guy here to make the call for you. It's the it's the equivalent of uh, of Aikman now being a commentator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you stop doing exactly. your job, you go and do somebody you else's. Do that. Yeah. Um. But but it, what they should just do is just you know if, if there's a penalty and it's not something like false start, you know if it's if it's a penalty, it's going to be reviewed. I say don't let the commentators talk. Don't show the replays right now. Just get your ass over to commercial break. And when the, when the commercial breaks start piling up and people start going, I can't watch this many commercials and start changing it, mm. maybe the NFL will realize, oh, wait a second, they're not watching our game anymore. Yeah. But it, I will say it is fun for me when they do give us the, the five to ten minute discussion amongst the commentators while Zebra's under the hood. Yeah. And the commentators, they, they see it so clearly. Oh, yeah, right here by this angle. And, you know, this with the slow motion, we can really see. And this is what the ref's seeing, just so you folks at home know. This is what the referee is looking at. Right. And they come with a definitive, oh, yeah. So, obviously, right there, you can tell. It's obviously an an incomplete pass. And they come back, and the ruling is opposite that. And there's almost no acceptance that they were completely wrong. It's just more of a... All right, well, and so moving on. Yeah, moving on. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, did you guys see that Matthew McConaughey commercial? Yeah, it's like their next, like they move right on her. You know. Also, I want to talk about the biggest problem in the NFL right now. The cheerleaders. No. No. Oh. Bigger than that. The Fox robot is made of lava, and that makes no friggin' sense. It's stupid. <laughs> what robots are not made of lava? I I I don't know a lot about robotics. In fact, I know nothing about it. But I know enough to know that if you put lava with metal, it does not go well. That is true. So, Fox, stop it. Yeah. Enough. I mean, the NFL should just Done be ashamed. This. They should be ashamed. Ashamed. You know what? And I've, I've seen some stuff on the news that t- people talking about how the NFL's you know, got, got a bit of a black eye in the public eye right now. Yeah. I bet that's what they're talking Probably. about. Probably. Roger Goodell needs to resign. Yeah. And get out of his post. Because the freaking Fox robot is made of lava. It's, and you know what? And it CBS makes no physical sense and cbs doesn't even get a robot they don't have robots what the hell is that who doesn't have robots with football anymore jeez place is ridiculous the league is dying clearly it is. it's the end it's you know what it's a crime it is it is a crime someone needs to go down for this right i can't believe such criminal act can be can be tolerated done, tolerated and just accepted accepted and just and given a two-game suspension when clearly it hit its wife in a freaking elevator and is a total jerk where the hell did that come from? That's not the robot. That's Ray Rice. Oh, that's right. 
I forgot that's the other thing that's been going on in the NFL. Yeah. Okay, I might be more outraged about that than the Fox robot. <laughs> Brian made a comment earlier about how he's losing a lot of his players to injury. He has a special ability. This man, he drafts criminals before we know they're criminals. He is the minority report of the NFL. But I, I have to say that based on the year, I am sadly disappointed to announce that, yes, Tom Cruise and I get together and make my fantasy picks, and <laughs> good Lord, it's truly awful. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to go down the line for you. So we started this debacle, was it a year or two years ago, that you in the Keeper League you drafted the tight end that like was going to dominate? Three years ago, yeah. He gets Aaron Hernandez. Nothing can stop him. No, Brian is going to be unstoppable He's except pretty for that damn murder thing. Yeah. So Hernandez is a murderer, allegedly. He's, he's still alleged. Are they yeah. still alleged? Yeah, he's I, still I being tried. He's, he's still on trial, I think. Okay. Well, I mean, allegedly then still, but yeah. things. last I heard, things were not looking good for him. Oh, yeah, no. Not it, we, having not done what he Let's did. be clear. We're saying allegedly because we have to. Yeah. But, yeah. It was dis- it was it was disappointing on a lot of levels. The first level being he killed someone, which is the most awful thing ever. And then somewhere down on the list, like number 57 or something, was he's not my tight end in my fantasy league anymore. So well, that you could have kept good. him. I guess. I don't know. Is he even still actually a viable option? Could you have kept him on your roster? I think he is available in like certain leagues as like a free agent or something. You can pick him up if you want. If you pick really pick. just love the Patriots that much and you love <laughs> murder, pick up Aaron Hernandez. So, horrible so you, person. So you start your horrible stretch of, of drafting luck with Aaron Hernandez yeah. who decides to kill people. Then we go to last year you made a great pick. Oh, man. Josh Gordon. Such a good pickup. Great. Number one fantasy wide receiver. Yep. He and was so awesome. He's how's he doing this year? Uh well anticlimactically, he smoked a doobie and now he's out. Right. Okay, though to be fair here, I do have to say he smoked a doobie and got caught for the third time. <laughs> the third time. Now, grant you, I think that the rule that NFL players are not allowed to smoke marijuana despite the fact that it's legal in two states in the union and is medically legal. And trust me, if we've just been talking about all the injuries these guys are facing, <laughs> if anybody has a right to numb some pain, I would think it's the it's NFL players. But apparently smoking pot is illegal in the NFL. Fine. You make the rule. It's a stupid rule, but whatever. Fine. That's a conversation say, for another day. For sure. But he violates the rule three times. Well, in his three. defense... Dude was high. I mean, he can't I mean, remember I all those rules he lost and stuff. Track, I guess. <laughs> but it was very infuriating, and he is now out for the season, so, and so he's gone. So that's Hernandez. So I, I I did hear that they're changing the policy a little. He might be back around like week ten or eleven, which is why he's still sitting on my bench. Also, because he hasn't killed anybody, so I don't feel too bad about letting him go. I'm actually I'm not gonna lie. I w- I've been I was waiting for you to drop him. I was gonna scoop him up as well because I f- I figure at some point he's coming back. He's not gonna miss the whole season. No, I think he'll come back for a couple. I think the NFL realized, oh man, with everything else that's been going on, right. <laughs> and, and they're and like, this does seem rather stupid that we're penalizing this guy for smoking something that everyone in the state of Colorado can do. Especially because that that's the one of the big things that's always talked about when people talk about you know they they do alcohol versus marijuana, you know. Sure. With alcohol, you you do run the risk of uh, getting somebody who's an angry drunk, and yeah. does you know goes and does something reckless and violent. With 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 weed, you don't ever hear about an angry stoner. You an enraged stoner <laughs> swept through the McDonald's drive-through and <laughs> ate all the fries that people had dropped on the ground. <laughs> 
but so, I mean, but you know, weed weed is weed seems to calm people down more than anything else. Yes. So yeah, you would think that maybe the NFL would actually be prescribing it for their players because exactly as we continue down your list of pickups, you've got Ray Rice who yeah. punched and knocked out his then fiance now wife. Yeah. V- on video, there's video evidence of it. Yeah. Just knocks her out. Pretty horrifying video it is. Yeah. It's yeah. It's despicable. So that was a good pickup. He's and uh, he's out for the for the season. He is two, right? off the Ravens, who pretty much fired him more or less. And then um, he is the NFL's banned him indefinitely, which they've talked talked about like reinstating him in like a year or something. But a lot of people have said no teams are going to touch him. You know, nobody's going to touch him. Which they also said about Michael Vick, and they right. were wrong about that. But hopefully this time it sticks. And they're like, yeah, definitely Ray Rice doesn't need to be around anymore. Yep. And we were talking about this a little little bit ago, and you you mentioned his wife is actually upset about this whole. Ordeal. She's very angry. Yes. And 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 you know, and you know what? I I agree. I would I would be angry too. I mean, if I was if I was her and my you know I was married, and my husband punched and knocked me out. I would be so pissed off too. Right. Except she's mad at the the press. Wait, for what? Talking about it. She she's mad. She's like really ticked off that her husband lost his job. I mean, I'll grant you. I guess, but it's very confusing on a personal level to be like, I wildly disagree. Wait, what? Is she's huh? Why is she with the guy? So that's one of those confusing moments where you're like, um, yeah, I just, yeah, it's one of those. Like I said, what do you say about that? You're like, I, I don't know. I don't know. His <laughs> wife is very mad that people are angry at him for punching her. And I don't understand yeah, that. It's got it's, it's got to be the money. She's literally mad because she she obviously, you know, she no Could matter what was going on, she was yeah. happy with his paycheck. And I'm not sure, but she's mad about something, and it seems to be that. So, but yes, that was my uh, I I I. To oh be fair, no 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 no! We're not done. We're not done. You also have the number one running back in the league, don't you? Oh yeah, I, I got him in one of the leagues. Yeah, Adrian Peterson. Yes. you drafted Mr. Peterson, number one overall draft pick. Yep. Although magically, you never got him at the number one pick. Well, it was strange. I had, I have. See, the way I draft, and not a lot of people know about this, and this is why I'm so successful at fantasy football, is I have a room, a room full of four people who are bathing in milk baths. And they're they're sedated and they're quiet and they're laying there and then they think a thought and it comes down this little chute and gets formed into this little ping pong ball and it drops into the thing. And then I pick it up and that's the name of the guy I draft. Nice. And this year, Adrian Peterson came down. And that's uh, a great pick. And uh, what happened with him? He beat his kid. Okay. Well, to be more accurate, he punished his kid with a switch in a way that he, I guess he claims he was punished as a child. Mm. Probably. Who knows? But unfortunately, it appears that he took a switch and just kind of wildly flung it at his kid because he hit him in a lot more. Like, I got spanked growing up as a kid. Right. Because I was a bad kid and I did dumb stuff. You still do. No, I mean, I just, yeah. Uh, I could probably still use some spankings. But You like them too much. I just, I get too into it. Um, <laughs> but uh, the the kid did something wrong. And Adrian Peterson felt that the answer to that was to wildly flail at his child with a switch uh, marking up his back, his butt, and his scrotum. Yeah, that was the one. That when I heard that, I was like, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know how you're missing that bad. That's, yeah. yeah. I got spanked as a kid. Never had that issue. Yeah, no. My uh, parents, I, I mean, they have maybe they've got a better aim than NFL players, but <laughs> I just never had that problem. That's where I'm at with it is. I I actually I I don't know what the laws are with it anymore. I don't have kids. I so I don't, I'm not concerned with it. I guess, but 
I still think spankings, there's a place for them. Spankings. Mm. I don't think the extent that it sounds like Adrian Peterson went. And actually, I will say, at least he's not trying to lie and hide it. You know, he's he's admitting to everything that he did, and he just he's giving a, a you know an excuse right. of well, that's what happened to me when I was a kid. You know, okay, fine. But I I believe in raising a child. You you know, a sp- there is a place for spankings. Uh, not to the extent that he did it. Right. It sounds to me like he just is not really punishment fit the crime or something. I don't know what your kid would do that would negate you to have to just wildly swing at him with a switch. Right. Because it sounds like he didn't aim at all and just flay. I mean, the kid. I <clears throat> there was a picture of the kid's back that mm-hmm. um that the police released, and it it it's very bruised. Like it looks like somebody really went to town on this poor kid's back, and I'm just like that. No, that is beating your child. Right. There's a line between like you know somebody be like, oh that kid needs somebody needs to tan his eye, and you know like like you spank your kid with like a, a paddle or something, a couple t- like three four swats on the butt or something. This is a very weird conversation to have <laughs> on the podcast. I feel very odd. But anyway, anybody that 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 joins right in the middle of this episode yeah. is going to be really like, confused. What? <laughs> um, but. I think that sure. I mean, if that's what you got, I I personally don't think I'm gonna spank my kids if I ever have kids. I'm I'm not gonna spank them. I I'm a firmer believer in timeouts, but I think that there is, if you want to, go for it. I I have no problem with people doing that. But but there's a line between beating your child right. and spanking your kid. There's right. two, and he clearly to me lands on the side of you just beat your kid with a switch. Right. I grant you, maybe this is how it worked back in in your day when your grandpappy took you back to the woodshed. It just, it, it's not really healthy. It's not right, good. It, it doesn't fly anymore. Yeah. And probably should have never flown. <laughs> well, true, yes. So he gets deactivated last week on Sunday. The, the Vikings deactivate yeah. him, uh, especially in the wake of the Ray Rice thing had already hit, so they kind of didn't have a choice. They deactivated right. him. They got destroyed. They realized how much they suck without him, and so the Vikings decided they were going to, you know, they, they spun it and said, you know, we're going to let due process, you know, happen, you know, until he's actually found guilty or charged. We're going to go ahead and reactivate him because we suck without him, basically. Right. And then within within a day or two of that, the NFL, uh, I saw the NFL swooped in and said, nope, he's deactivated again. Yeah, they put him back on the commissioner's list or something, which means he can't play. I don't fully understand it, but I, uh, from a fantasy standpoint, he will not be helping me right. for a while. And so, uh, yeah, that was, again, another excellent precog choice. Um, and then this morning, I find out that, uh, or yesterday, Yesterday, actually, I should say, uh, the Arizona Cardinals uh, running back, Jonathan Dwyer, mm-hmm. has been released by the Arizona Cardinal, Cardinals in light of he's being charged with domestic violence abuse. So or, you're going to draft him, charged. too, right? I didn't draft him. I feel like I, I dodged probably, the bullet. You want to go pick He's him probably up? available if I want to put it, but that's not <laughs> precog. That's after the fact. Ah. And then also the Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars defensive end Greg Hardy, also deactivated right now, charged with domestic violence. So the hell i'm just saying hey uh the nfl has now hired three women to come in and as domestic violence counseling experts sounds like they definitely needed to have done that a while ago good lord i mean though i'm not gonna lie it's a sport that's so aggressive it sort of is like uh yeah you got a whole bunch of guys who run around and learn that hitting people is how you solve things and win uh, that can't be good. So maybe the maybe Goodell's on the right track. Why don't they just neuter the game, and then all of a sudden they'll the, these guys will go home and have angry discussions with their wives? They, I, I don't know. I, I doubt that would work. But uh, <laughs> uh, at this point, I mean, there's, I, I don't want to see football go away. But dang, uh, you can't have them going around beating women and being. I, I think it's also, 
I will say last year's big controversy about the bullying or whatever. I remember you remember that Richie Incognito yeah. and the the Dolphins and Jonathan Martin. There was like bullying. There is a locker room atmosphere that is very much a boys club, mm. particularly in the NFL, because it's not like a sport that there's no there's no WNFL. Right. There's you know, there's no w- women do not play football, really. I mean, th- there have been right professionally. Uh, I have seen you know, there are women that have in the past and power to them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, professionally, we just haven't seen a woman play. There's not a professional woman's league as far as I know anywhere. Right. Um, so. Except for the the lingerie bowl, I think. Right, they have lingerie league, which I'm betting they don't tackle as hard. Um, but it's very much a boys' club, mm-hmm. and so you get that attitude and that that atmosphere and in the locker room. I remember playing basketball in high school. It was like that. It was very much a hey, this is the boys' club. No girls allowed. Dear, dear, dear. We're in the locker room. We can talk about whatever things. I mean. Hey, I I was 15 at the time. I said some pretty sexist stuff, and a lot of sexist stuff around me got said. Right. I'm 15. I'm an idiot. So, you know, but it's like these guys never grew out of that phase. Right. You know, and so they're still in that atmosphere at the age of 27, 28, and now they're married, and apparently smacking your wife is just, oh, that's Tuesday for me. You know, right. so I, I think it comes out of a little bit out of that locker room mentality and a little bit out of... It was just a violent game. It is, you know, NFL or NFL, NHL, they're violent games. Rugby is a violent game, but you don't hear. I mean, maybe I just don't follow rugby close enough or the NHL enough, but I don't really hear too much about hockey players having the same issue. So I think it must be something with the NFL. I don't know. So, but anyway, long story short, there, my fantasy team is useless this year, and most importantly, men should not wander around beating women up, particularly I, if you're an NFL player, particularly any man. I will say just to kind of play. And not even really play devil's advocate, but just to point out a d- double standard, I guess. Sure. Yeah, double standard uh, that's going on right now. Hope Solo, the uh, goalie for the U.S. Women's National Team, soccer. They're called goalkeepers. They or keep goalies. the goal. Or goalies. They keep it. They take it home with them after the game. It's amazing. So they're thieves. Yes. Okay. Well, she actually... She didn't steal something, did she? No, no, no. That'd be a crime. Because if it was a goal, then it's okay. But if no. it's not, then no. No, she is actually, uh, she's got two counts of misdemeanor domestic violence from, I guess, she allegedly assaulted her half-sister and her 17-year-old nephew last summer. That's not good. No, no, Shouldn't it's it's not. <laughs> but she's, it's just, it's interesting because the, uh, you know, the entire country seems to be up in arms about, you know, all the NFL issues and as they should be, they're, you know, it's a serious thing. True, true, oh yeah. But... Nobody is, I mean, I, I only just heard about this story from a friend today. It isn't exactly tearing apart the headlines. Exactly, yeah, the media is ignoring it. And she's still actually, she's awaiting trial, I guess, uh, in a couple months. But she's, in the meantime, she's still playing for the team. She still has her Nike deal. So it is interesting to wonder if it, is it just because it's not uh, as much of a mm. mainstream sport? Or is it because she's a female? Well, I think it, it plays a little bit into not as mainstream of a sport which is unfortunate because soccer, particularly ladies' soccer, is awesome. And our, our women's team is super attractive and awesome. Mm. Both of those, they're double A, attractive and awesome. So I think it partly plays into the sport, and I think also it plays into the fact that there's I, there's no video of it. I think the Ray Rice thing blew up so hard and the Adrian Peterson thing blew up because there's like physical evidence floating around on the internet already mm. about it. And, I mean, if, if there was a video of Hope Solo punching a 15-year-old boy... I guarantee you we'd hear about it in the news. But because I think there's no visual thing to go with it, there's less outrage. Sure. Also, I also think it, there's a double standard. There's a great video out there. Um, 
some people shared it on on my Facebook feed a bunch, where they they ran this. I don't know if they were actors or something, but they they ran an experiment where they had a man and a woman. They were actors, and they went out in public and they were acting. They were acting. I wanted to say, mm. but the the man just started like 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 verbally abusing the woman like just telling her she's useless and she's awful and like a whole bunch of very unsayable on impolite company mm. phrases at this woman and people came by and were like no you still like the cops were called and like just things went like they had to explain to the cops now we're doing a bit this is you know like it was a big deal mm. so then they go back to the same place the next day and flip it around it's the woman screaming at the man people laughed mm. as they walked by and I was just kind of like, yeah, that's kind of how it is. There, there seems to be just this standard that if you're if you're abusing women, which is wrong, wildly, right. certainly not like, oh, well, that we should get away with it too, type right? Thing. But I do think there's there's a total double standard. Like mm-hmm. a, a woman can stand there and scream at a man, and hit, I mean, they were she was screaming. The actress was like screaming at the guy and hitting him and like slapping him, and people were just like, oh man, that guy's getting it, ha ha. And I was just like, that's really disgusting. Actually, that's yeah. that that makes me feel very bad that. There, and there are a lot of documented cases of, of men that get beat, and oh, yeah. nobody talks about it. Yeah, and so it's, uh, ag- again, I mean, we're not saying that the NFL players need a pass. Cause no, they certainly, nobody, des- what yeah, we're saying nobody is nobody a deserves a pass. Exactly. So, agreed. <laughs> Hope Solo, as much as you are a great goalie, I And you feel sound like, like a Star Wars character. And you do sound like, like the daughter of Han Solo. Uh, you should probably... Probably have to sus- get suspended or something. If right. your guys get suspended, they you should probably get suspended too. Sorry, yep. so, sorry about that. I, I that is that. that's the power we wield. So yeah, I controlled. I don't know. We actually, I would say we control the NFL, but we would not be as bad as they have been. There's <laughs> no way I would. I have nothing to do with the NFL. I'm not claiming that I control anything because, oh I, my gosh, Roger Goodell has probably messed up worse than any other human being in the last couple weeks yeah like it's bad that hope solo is is i i think it's bad that she i think it is a little unfair that that she gets charged with domestic violence and is still on the team and nike doesn't drop or anything that's a little weird that that that's just oh well whatever mm. but i also like roger goodell i think with a two-day suspension and then being or two game suspension mm. and then being like oh oh no i didn't see the video and, and then it all comes out. it's just like dude no man you yeah. drop the ball well, Big I mean, time. And that's why I'm wondering how long he can possibly s- keep his job because it wasn't a matter of, oh, okay, I guess somebody in my office did see the video or, yes, the, the, I guess oh, there, yeah, there was evidence that we, you know, we didn't pay enough attention to or give credibility or any kind of bullshit excuse they could give. It came out that they saw the video back in April. Right. They've known since before the preseason started. Yeah. It's not a mystery. There's no there's no crime being solved. And I do think that's also just to throw in there. That's also why I think the Hope Solo case hasn't gotten as big a thing is it's an alleged thing. Hmm. I mean, obviously, if there was hard like there's there's video of Ray Rice just beating this poor woman senseless. And there is not a video of Hope Solo. So therefore, it's alleged also. I mean, obviously, the cops wouldn't do it, you would hope, unless there's some hefty evidence there. So, I mean, you know, but I think that also plays into why she's not suspended, maybe, is that. There's no, I'm, I I like that I just did a visual shrug yeah. on a podcast, like somehow that helped. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I do think that it is a little strange that there's a couple guys that we mentioned 
they are they're alleged they don't have like the greg hardy from uh carolina panthers i don't think there's any video it's he's just alleged to have abused a woman and i mean it, it again i don't want to say guilty until proven innocent but it, it sort of leans that way and so right. i tend to lean that way a little bit we're just in that society where you get accused of something and it's a little bit like people go oh you're guilty we'll prove to us you're innocent right so i think that also and if they're going to do that to greg hardy and suspend him then i think with hope solo you'd have to do the same thing that's where i think hope so with like ray rice i don't i think it's wildly different because he's clearly guilty I right mean, it's him on the tape and with adrian peterson it's like they have text messages from him to his wife being like you're gonna be mad because i beat our kid really mm-hmm. bad with this switch and like here's the list of wounds and here's some pictures that they have i mean it guy's clearly guilty right when well, he's not even denying it is, right. ray, is ray rice denying his no, I don't think I'm not even sure what he's saying about his. I I kind of wrote him off after I saw the video. I was like, and I don't need to know what that human being's doing with their life anymore because they're That's clearly true. a douche. That is true. So I did the same thing with uh, Michael Vick. Hmm. I guess just to just to kind of end this this discussion on a lighter note, thinking about your fantasy team, I remember a time when every week you'd have to check the injury report, you know, to see who who you weren't starting, and mm. for you. Uh, you really just got to start checking the police reports, man. <laughs> Pretty much at this point. Sadly, <laughs> sadly, yeah, I have a police report blotter for every t- every town. The other thing that we didn't actually talk about yet um, that I wanted to make sure we covered because last at the last time we did a show, we, we talked about the fact that the NFL might have some embarrassment coming its way because they might be revealed to be a little homophobic. Yes. With the issue of Michael Sam being released and nobody swooping in to pick him up. Literally the day that we recorded that, the same day we recorded, later on in the day, they go ahead and report that the uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, signed him to a practice squad. So we do want to go ahead and, and call attention yep. to that. Good job. Last yeah, good for you guys. Last He's time we talked, guy. you know, we were we were throwing out some potential accusations of homophobia. Mm. Uh, I will say though, not ready quite yet to rescind them. Yeah, not quite not not quite ready because. Yes, he got picked up for a practice squad. Still not on a team, but he's on the practice squad. Sure. There was a report that actually, I believe ESPN actually broke it, so it's a little less Emma Stoney rumory. Sure. That the NFL actually sent out a memo to a bunch of the teams, if not all of the teams, asking someone to pick him up for their practice squad. Ouch. Which, it's just, I'm sure it wasn't something they ever thought would see the light of day outside of the league right but the fact that it does it does make it a little hard to say okay get you at this point get the guy on a damn team you better play a game otherwise it's nothing but a very poorly run publicity stunt yeah but yeah so we just i just wanted to make sure we mentioned that we we when we said it last week he he wasn't with anybody he is or two weeks ago he was signed with america's team dallas cowboys now he's with america's team who got destroyed by uh sam you know what maybe if he was playing San Francisco might not have had their way with them so That's bad. That's true, but then they won the next week, so maybe. That's true. That's who he's helping out. So, um, but yes, either way, good on you, Dallas Cowboys. Way to go, America's team. You've clearly solved all of homophobia in America. It's now solved because the Dallas Cowboys, America's <laughs> team, has picked up a gay player. Therefore, homophobia is over. Everyone enjoy, um, I, enjoy paradise. I will say there there is something interesting to the fact that it was actually a, a team in Texas. That that shed the homophobia. That's true. Go uh, them. I mean, that's a good sign. Right? But uh, I'm just I'm just glad that he's on a team because he's a talented guy. He is, and I'm uh, I'm glad that he's found a team. All right. Make sure you guys get those stories into us again. We're not planning on doing this on the next episode. Probably going to give you one month 
you know, we'll we'll do these two episodes from now. We understand that writing three sentences can take a very long time. So it, if you want to just do one rough. sentence a week, and then with that fourth week, kind of do a check, you know, in the final draft, that's totally cool. Right. And I'm going to feel really bad if somebody does that process and then sends it in right after we're done. That would be tragic. That would be really sad. That would be a really good story. It would be a great... I, I bet you could probably tell that story in two, maybe three sentences. Probably about two or three. But we do want to thank you guys for listening and uh, hopefully you enjoyed this special edition of Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. Remember, if you haven't already done so, subscribe to our show so you don't miss any new episodes, especially when we do special stuff like this. You can subscribe on iTunes or Podcast Republic or any other major podcast service. Again, I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And remember, don't smack the heck out of your kids with Willow Switches. We'll catch you next time. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall.